0: It's Off Exit 10, presented by Capital District Sport and Fitness. It's like the Holy Grail. It's the Holy Grail of yeah. Like, how many times did you guys go to the tournament when you were there?
1: I was hurt one year, but four times
0: four times you mm-hmm. guys went.
1: so i redshirted my senior year because i tore my ACL, and then i played the following year but we went four times yeah
0: four times then what seed did you get a seed's just like basketball one through 64
1: yep wow. so it's like but it's a similar to one through yeah right so my last year we played at 21st or no it's not it's one through, it's one through six that doesn't make sense four. yeah so we played 20 we played florida state and they were ranked 21st that's the best seed we got right because the 2 years we played Stanford and I think they were second. Oh. Yeah. And yeah. then actually that's not true. My freshman year we played Cleveland State and then that's when they would centralize it. Cuz we played Penn State after that. So, so we did, won the first round and then played Penn State.
2: So did they do they do it like regions and then They used to. Now they don't. They're
1: going to I think they might go back to it. Okay. Just cuz it makes more sense.
2: It
0: does. Yeah. Right. Like volleyball wasn't something I guess, you know, like our high school team, Paul, was, was nice, but wasn't something that I got exposed to a lot Mm-mm. or even, like,
2: heard a lot about until we opened here.
1: Yeah, the Northeast is, um, is behind.
2: Yeah. Like, right. I th- I thought a lot, of, yeah. I thought of boys volleyball. Our girls volleyball, I don't remember if it was as good as our boys, but our boys mm-hmm. volleyball team was... Was good when we when I was in school, right? But like, it's behind. You grew up. Definitely. You didn't grow up around here, did you, Brooke?
1: Mm-hmm. No, in North Carolina.
2: North
0: Carolina. Um, yeah, guys. Before we get things rolling, we have Brooke Cram with us here. Um, She's a volleyball player in the area and have been, you know, following over the past ten years or so. You you probably have heard of her, but she was a two thousand nine America East Player of the Year for U Albany. Um, correct me if I'm wrong. You're second in their history there with assists. Yes. Yeah. Um, three-time America East Setter of the Year, mm-hmm. quite the resume, and now an, an assistant, assistant coach there. Yes. Um, Thank you. So where did you grow up then?
1: Uh, in Hendersonville, North Carolina.
0: And volleyball was much bigger there?
1: It's bigger in the South. I'm, I'm still from a smaller town, but yeah, it's, it's a, a little bit bigger than the Northeast, yeah, for sure.
0: And then what brought you up here? Was it Albany?
1: It was, yeah. The coach when I was here was Kelly Sheffield, who just won a national championship at Wisconsin. And um, he got me to come. He's very persuasive. (laughs) But I loved it, so I can't complain. It was good. Yeah.
0: And then you've stayed ever since?
1: Uh, No, I moved down south right after I was done and coached high school for one year at Hendersonville. And we actually won state, so that was pretty cool.
2: So you coached one year in one state?
1: And then I was out, just like that. No, and then I came back up because I coached. And then I got out of it, and um, I married Zach. And then we moved back down for a year and then decided to come back up. And so we've been here for six years. Mm-hmm.
0: Yeah, and, like, volleyball, Paul, as we continue to grow the gym, like, we've had a lot of volleyball athletes come through here. Heck and it's yeah. it's been fun to learn and super cool to watch. Like, it's a crazy athletic sport. It yeah. is.
1: Yeah, reaction is, is – you have to be reactive. So yeah. right. jump and move and – everything quick
2: when I went because I saw you guys play this this year yeah this year against Sienna yeah because we have a girl on Sienna and it's it it's fun to watch like it's intense like it's fast paced mm-hmm. and like you're not you know you know as much as I love baseball like baseball is very slow paced mm-hmm. so there's a lot of time for me to like sit there or go do something else whereas like if I'm watching a volleyball game like you got to pay attention because anything can happen at any time and that's you know, my brain functions better with like fast-paced stuff. So Same. when I was watching it, I was like, "This is, like it was fun to watch for sure." It so. used to be slow. Yeah, they've
1: changed a lot of things. So it used to be you had to serve to get a point. I remember that. Yeah, it was terrible. It's not terrible. I, I grew up with it, but it was really slow. So they changed the whole sport to make it so people would start watching it. So we we're like this. We are probably ranked second in the um, standings for sports. I think softball's first. As, we as far just are growing to be with that women's basketball okay so it's growing it's good that's awesome yeah
0: yeah which is cool to see like we're seeing more and more high school girls start to play heck yeah to play volleyball which which is great and and awesome um but you see that too with baseball now like they're changing Mm -hmm. rules to make it faster yep Mm -hmm. to watch yeah like people's attention spans are just are just minimal (laughs) they're (laughs) gone
2: it's it's I, i used to be able to sit there and watch a baseball game all the time when i was little now i'm like and you think, as a child, I wouldn't have the attention span to watch it, but as an adult, I don't have the attention span to watch it. like as a child, I could sit down and be like, "Oh, this is great, I'm like baseball Now I'm like, "What else is on Like I'll come back in the <laughs> and its yep. yeah, so I definitely I agree. definitely get that and I mean, even when you were talking about getting more like kids involved with volleyball, especially like girls involved like I've can count at least two or three that have picked up volleyball this year, right. Mm-hmm. And it's great to see because like they're picking it up as like their quote unquote second sport, so they're going into it to have fun. Yep. And then they end up loving it because they're having fun. Absolutely. And they don't realize that that's why they're loving it. Like yes, it's a fun sport, but you're also just going there to have fun. You're not putting all this pressure on yourself, and it definitely see a difference with that when they do that and yeah who knows some of them might go down that route
1: yeah the, the if end. you can keep it that way it's a lot of fun yeah it has to be because it's the points over in like 10 seconds the average point is like 10 se- maybe five seconds yeah right so you have to be positive the whole time so that's why I think they tend it's it's growing especially in the northeast but it's been it's so much fun to because I was at Chatham for five five years so it, it was so much fun to start the middle school program and then watch just girls love it so yeah. I enjoyed that a lot was there was there modified it so there
0: was no middle school program you started it
2: yeah
1: yeah Jay Brantley and I yeah we started it which was really cool because by the time I left I think 30 to 40 girls tried out for middle school which was huge because awesome. it's like that's 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 the grade level there yeah. so like that's how many kids are I mean there.
0: that's that's a testament to you and JB like a yeah, sport it was doesn't fun. Even exist yeah to, it was good. to that many girls playing um What are the biggest differences, you coaching high school girls, like a startup program, and then transitioning, you know, into older girls and then into college?
1: I mean, in every sport, you have to focus on basics. So in that, there's nothing, but it's just fine-tuning everything. So uh, we would do basics every day in high school. And then you work on, like, attitude. Like, you're going to work on that every day. But I would say the biggest thing is the, the amount of skill. Right. So a skill level. So I think that's across the board for every sport, but that is huge because I'm not just teaching them how to hit a ball; I'm teaching them where to hit. And then when this is happening, all right, you're going to do this instead. And in, in high school, you're like, go get it, yeah. <laughs> like enjoy it, but go do your thing. And that's that's probably the biggest difference, skill level.
0: Right. But like, yeah, still revisiting the basics is important. Like, all people in here. Like, you'll still go back and goblet squat, even yeah. if you've been with a back squat. Like, you got to you got to retouch, mm-hmm.
1: Absolutely. retouch on
0: those things. Um, did you play other sports growing up yes how many other sports? i
1: played basketball i ran track so i did three always all all
0: through high school Mm -hmm. do you feel like that's not the case anymore nope like you see that when you're recruiting
1: uh yeah you can tell a triathlete between if someone's just specialized
0: right like how much recruiting is so fascinating to me yeah i don't know because like social media drives me like fucking crazy <laughs> when I see kids, you know, they'll, they'll post that they got an offer. Yeah. They're like, oh, cool, like you got an offer. Absolutely. Which means, you know, what it means. Um,
1: no, it's, it's social media is crazy. They are actually, kids will have a social media account for just volleyball and then they'll have their own. So we have to look at both.
0: Right, which is like cool because it's like but teaching professional. Yeah, no, it
1: is. Sometimes um, it's hard because parents get involved a lot in, the, in that aspect and that's tough because we want to recruit them. Right if we don't even know that other people are involved. So that's a big, if any parent is listening, that's a big red flag.
0: Right. Yeah. How much are you involved with the recruiting right now?
1: I um about a month ago in Kansas City. So there's okay. big tournaments all year round, everywhere, cross country. Mm-hmm. So we travel at least once, if not twice a month, to tournaments um, everywhere and um, go from there. Yeah, so it's a lot, it's good. And I have like phone calls every day
0: With different kids Mm -hmm. and parents and then the same
1: kids yeah
0: right how do you find these kids initially through going to these tournaments
1: yep actually and we just kind of went um we're in europe so we're watching a lot of film on um kids from europe too which is pretty cool so we just got a girl from from she lives in poland but she's ukraine which is kind of crazy right now but um she's really good like she had an offer from washington and we just sealed that deal with like the relationship we made with her and we're like okay that's great like we'll take her (laughs) in so she's really good um we just got a girl from turkey so it's it's different we want these kids right now because they're 22s actually because we had some you know every team has different things that happen people leave or graduate early or whatever so we had to fill those gaps fast but in terms of like 23s and 24s yeah we're going out and looking for kids
0: right how much do you ever just see film of a kid on the internet and you go, mm-hmm. hey, I'm going to reach out to this kid? Because that's what's changed a lot from yes. probably when you were going through the process, right? Absolutely. Yeah, like, it's huge.
1: It's everything. Because
0: you can put a video on Twitter and let it run.
1: Yep, you can. And it's and it's big. I mean, we watch video. I watch video constantly. And like our my staff will be like, all right, hey, look at this kid. Right. So that's a big deal. And that's growing up here. It wasn't, and now it is. So uh, now kids are like, oh, I got to make a highlight film. Okay. Right. Yeah, it's a big, it's big. And it has to be like, if I watch a highlight film for three minutes and I don't see anything, okay. But if I see something right away, I'm like, oh, maybe I'll just talk to this kid because you don't know.
0: Yeah. So right. then we
1: go see them live.
0: Right. So that I makes a big there. difference. Yeah. And then it's how important is relationship building? That has to be the name of the game after that.
1: It is. Because so for Albany, we want to be top from 50 to 100, right? That's why we want to be an RPI. Right. So. We're trying to get the kids that are maybe maybe thinking about going to some of the power five schools. So that's tough. So we have to make relationships really fast on our end. Yeah. Well, like...
2: you, even with the girl from Ukraine and yeah. Poland, like you said. My lover, yeah. Like, she had to choose between Washington and you guys. And you said because of the relationship. Yeah, it's she huge. Cho- she chose it's everything. Guys, and that makes a big difference.
1: Yeah, girls and young females, are, they need to understand that. I think that's big for them because they don't need to just choose something maybe based on a name. They need to have that relationship because then they, they're going there for four years without their parents or their family. Right. Mm-hmm. So I think that's huge. For me, that's big.
0: How much do you talk about that? Because we see that in here with kids where they'll just sign somewhere because of the name. Right. Or because it's division one right Right. and you're like this isn't a good fit for you you know it
1: it's unfortunate Really, I think it's a disservice from from I think that's a big thing right now especially because the portal is wide open and kids are transferring from the portal um
0: can you explain the portal people that don't yeah
1: uh the portal so if you attend a college and then you want to leave you go on the portal and then it's open the door to any school that you want to go to but if they have openings and it's tough because right now volleyball has like i want to say a few months ago it was 600 girls on the por- portal football had the same and it's only like for football i think 30 percent go somewhere yeah. out of that number and for volleyball i think it's a little higher it's probably 40 45 but that's still <laughs> that's and a really small number that don't go any or a big number that don't go anywhere
2: and then how much has coat does COVID affect that with people
1: yeah, it's tough. Like
2: getting that extra year of eligibility, It's tough. all that kind of stuff. Like, yeah, because
1: you don't know if they want to come back, and if they do, you don't. Mind, you might not have money, yep. which they right. want, or they're okay with not having money, or they go somewhere else because right. it's for an experience.
2: Yeah,
1: it's a right. unique thing. That is pretty cool, though. I have to say, like, if I had a fifth year, <laughs> okay, let's do this. Like, yeah. and they yeah. can go anywhere. That's,
0: That's wild. Like we had, like yeah. we had the the Hercumber baseball kids on on an earlier podcast, and I had no idea what year they were. These are like grown men, like yep. 21 years old. And they're like, oh, I'm a freshman. I'm a freshman. I'm a. Fr-, and you're like, oh my gosh. And, like,
1: No, but back to your point, too, relationships, I think, especially with the head coach. Mm -hmm. Assistants go from place to place. Like, that's just the name of the game. But you have to, I mean, you need to love the place. You need to make those connections. You need to feel valued. Even if you don't play right away, like, just have that respect that you want to play for those people. Right. That's a big deal.
2: And like you said, you're making a decision for the next four years. And that's something I try to, like, whenever I'm talking to kids, especially right now, there's so many that come up to me talking about, what, what school they've gone to, where they're visiting, yeah. you know, coaches that have reached out to them, whatever it is, right? And I try to stress to them to know that you're making a decision for the next four years of your life. Right. So it's got to feel like it's the right fit. And a lot of the kids in here are great at it. And, like, we've had other kids that we know are making a decision based off of, you know, Division One or the name of the school or whatever. And obviously we hope the best. Right. And whatnot, but... You know and we're always here for them for support but it's definitely a big decision you're making it's the next four years of your life you're going from being a high school teenager to uh, early yeah. adulthood yep like it's a big deal big step
1: no i agree no and, and what tends to happen is we actually had a we got someone off the portal who didn't care where they went they were like i don't care about that title anymore mm-hmm. i just want to go in and enjoy it so we ended up getting her which was great but that was it's it's hard for people to say that and come to that consent, yeah. like just to know that they want to just go enjoy themselves and play yeah. where they can get the, um, get their education that they need and then enjoy volleyball. So right. that was pretty cool for her. That's one of the first people to ever say that to me. So it's a different world, even from like three years ago. So COVID has really changed everything. Yeah. So
0: on the recruiting front the most, mm-hmm, for yeah. sure,
1: because it's so much easier, like just to see kids right. with the video, right? Like it's a different, different world. And we FaceTime everyone and like, it's just – it's pretty cool, I have to say. I like it. But we still – we're getting back to, you know, traveling and going to watch people play, which is also – it's fun. It's good. We need that.
0: How many trips do you take? Is it frequent?
1: Um, I want to say – and like, usually for recruiting, especially in Division One, it's harder because the money,
0: depending on how much mm. money you have in different schools, but
1: probably at least twice a month.
0: But that has to be tough. if You're competing with a power five who has a much bigger budget, right? Like this Absolutely. Is the, this is the business side of things that, yes. that people don't see. It's
1: huge. So we have to know who we're going for. We have to know why we're going somewhere and be able to talk to those, like be able to see those kids and have like a reason. A lot of places, oh, we'll just go here and look around right. for like ninth graders or younger.
0: How young, how you young will you look at
1: Depending on where the level you are, like if you're in a Power Five school, you can be looking at seventh graders. You can't talk to them, but you right. can be looking.
0: Right. They're on your radar. And I mean,
1: it's crazy.
0: It's it crazy. I mean, think, so, think about yeah. our seventh graders in here. Yeah. What?
1: I know. And I think some other sports are even, like lacrosse is pretty intense. They go pretty young. I mean, even
0: basketball yeah. does.
1: Yeah. Like, no, it's everywhere.
2: Like it's everywhere. You know, yeah. You see, I forget, there was a kid, like I remember them talking about, like had offers from, oh, the, one of the ball kids. Like the Lonzo Ball or Lamella yep. Ball, one of them was getting offers at like 12 years old, and I'm like, he's 12.
1: Yeah, so. you can <laughs> verbally commit somewhere in seventh grade, but you can't sign until after yep. your sophomore year. Wild. Yeah, and I, t- I highly suggest every kid waiting until at least their junior year.
2: When did so. you commit?
1: My I committed in the summer of my between junior and senior year.
2: In senior year. That's, a, that's a, I mean, and volleyball is what a fall, fall sport. Yep. So, like, that makes sense, you know, there, or, or, like, by the winter, usually with fall sports, a lot of the time, I feel like, yeah. the decision's usually made, like, absolutely, spring sports, you kind of got to make that decision a little sooner. Yeah. Because your sport literally ends, and then it's time and to then go. You get, yeah. Time to go. Yeah, so. it's tough.
1: Volleyball is in the fall, but then club is all year round. Okay, yeah. So, I don't, and then I feel like for other sports, depending, it's just similar, right? Is opposite, or is it the same? Baseball's the same, isn't it? For what? For a travel ball
2: spring and then pretty much all year round yeah, yeah. summer fall they're doing yeah, stuff in the they winter do fall now ball.
1: so yeah that helps because that gets that's how we recruit
2: right we
0: can't recruit in the fall so right so then you go to you go to clubs we stuff. go to every yeah can you sense like potential burnout with a kid when you talk to them or no
1: yeah there's red flags um especially if they just play that sport right. that's something we're looking for because like, that's tough
0: Yeah. Yeah. like We we talked a lot with Rob on our first podcast about this, but to get your perspective, like somebody who's, these kids are doing single sport because they want to talk to you Mm -hmm. and they want to go play for your program. But I mean, you note that when they're a single sport, I mean, they could be a stud and that's that. Oh yeah, for sure. But still have to take that into consideration, right?
1: Absolutely. Because those kids too do tend to burn out. It's becoming, it's a way bigger number now. It's somebody should do a study. Um, I'm sure there are studies. Yeah. But, yeah, I mean, there's so many different attributes to a tri-sport or even just two-sport right. uh, athlete because they're do they they're way more athletic in different things. They see different things.
0: Yeah, and you just, you're taking away this element of, like, potential injury. Yep. Right? Like, if you're just jumping and hitting or yeah. setting all year, like, well, your shoulder's encountering a lot more than Absolutely. if you were playing and then doing track. Or doing basketball. Right. That's just a different stimulus for your body.
1: Yeah. No, I totally agree. So, I, and I think most college coaches and every sport agree. Right. It's something that we should um, say more.
0: Because it doesn't trickle down. It doesn't. No. Like, we see it. Right. Every week. It's crazy. Every day. I was like, well, I'm going to stop playing soccer so I can do club. Right. What would you tell that girl? She's in eighth grade, and she feels pressured to make her varsity team. So she or her parents say okay you're gonna have to stop doing soccer and you're gonna do clubs you could get better at volleyball
1: what would I tell her that if she's I would say that you're gonna learn more things in both like in the best way but like you're gonna learn more things from doing sometimes at that age from doing different sports that'll just make you better from there and honestly if you don't make varsity your first year okay like, you're right. going to be fine. <laughs> right. Like, you'll make it the next year, probably. And if you're that good and you're that worried, like, it's not the end of the world. Like, you're just it's, – it's unfortunate that they, we already put too much pressure on kids that age. Because there's – I mean, what? There's – there's Michael Jordan didn't make basketball, right, his freshman year in freshman.
0: high school? Yeah. Yeah.
1: Like, look what he – oops, sorry. Look what he became. Look what he did. Yeah. So, yeah, it's unfortunate. We're doing that now to kids when we already know what – That's what we're doing. So that should totally change. That whole culture needs to change.
0: Yeah. Do you feel like some coaches don't understand that that's not a good thing, or haven't? Because like we're younger, right, in the grand scheme of things, in terms of coaching these kids. Like we see a lot of other sport coaches, or strength coaches, or skill coaches, that are just a little bit older than us, and either like didn't go through this transition where like the internet became a thing you feel more pressure on yourself when you're just right. more, right? Like, I think it's important to understand. Yeah. Like, do you see, see people that, that miss that?
1: Yeah, for sure. And I think it's a money grab.
2: Oh, for I think sure.
1: for club sports, it's like, no, you pay me, like, you got to pay this much money, and you said you are going to be here, so you got to be here.
2: Well, that's, that's going back to, like, back to our first episode with Rob, where he talks about you're paying to play a club sport or you can go play a high school sport for free. Yeah. For free
1: and you can do both let's be serious yes. right hey um i'm gonna miss these days but i have high school to deal with yeah so i'm gonna you have to make i think if you make priorities in the beginning just like if you're negotiating a job all right i'm gonna do both but i gotta do these two things then right. could, okay mm-hmm. then right. no one's gonna tell you no i'm sorry if they really want you they're not gonna say no
0: right Right. we've seen some those we've seen some those that's crazy it's crazy it's crazy we've but seen it's it recently. like recently It's
1: unfortunate for them they're missing out yeah
0: but it's an adult with an ego right
1: exactly no it's true yeah like you got so true you got
0: some fucking trauma you got (laughs) to (laughs) address right it's unfortunate because
1: you're taking stuff away from a kid that could, maybe even be better in the other sport who knows you know it's just unfortunate
0: yeah like that's where i'm happy to have you here like when did you realize like relationships are so important when you're working with people or kit or anybody?
1: Yeah, um, because, I mean, and especially in this atmosphere, but I want them to, one, be the best they can be, and if they're playing for themselves and for me, then it's, they're only going to get better. If we don't have that relationship, they're not going to. I genuinely don't think um, athletes play as hard as they could if you don't have that relationship. I'm not going to be able to push you as hard as I can because you're not willing to do that so relationships are everything everything and I'm it's not just for volleyball it's for everything else like I'm making them better like for me relationships and these especially the current girls that I have right now like I genuinely love them and I feel that they have that same with me Mm -hmm. so it's a different way to coach I think Um, but it's worked out for me like even with Chatham I had great relationships with them and some of them are playing volleyball. So I can't, and they still reach out to me, ask me questions. Like I couldn't ask for a better thing. So I'll keep doing that until someone tells me that's way wrong or it's like, it's not inappropriate, but until I'll, if that's different or if I learn something a different way to coach, but relationships should be the key focus.
2: I don't think that should ever change. Right. Like I think that should be the focus. Yeah. Like 100%. That's what we focus on in here is, building the relationship with the kids to come here and feel like they don't have the pressure on them. Right, exactly. Or they don't have to worry about this injury that's out there. They're going to come in here, still be able to, you know, get a workout in, work hard. Yeah, they may not be able to get on the field right away, but they're still going to feel good coming in here, and they don't have to think about anything else. And, you know, that's where so many coaches fall short is, like you said, building those relationships with kids. And I think that's something, like, you bring it up, I remember my coaches that built the strongest relationships with me and other coaches I remember, but not quite as
1: fondly, you know. I think if you're vulnerable, too, you're going to make mistakes Mm -hmm. and then learn, right? And if you're afraid to do those things, then you're not going to grow as much as you can. So it's a big part of that.
0: Yeah, I think that's important. What's been, like, your journey transitioning from, like, okay, player and, like, high-level college player and then getting into coaching and then climbing the ranks in coaching?
1: I, um, I was a setter, so I already had to – it's kind of like quarterback. You have to command a court regardless. Right. You have to know how to talk to people. I had I no ticks for everyone, and everyone's different, right? So someone wanted me to do this this way while I was setting, and someone wanted to be talked to this way. So that's already a coaching standpoint. So right. I already knew. And honestly, it's in my blood, like my whole family coaches, all, all of them. <laughs> so <laughs> that – it's just – it was there from the beginning. So honestly, it was easy. I have to say it was an easy transition. I knew I was already going to do it forever. So
0: yeah, and like you grew up around it then. Oh
1: yeah, I was in the I was a gym rat. I lived in the gym.
0: Did yep. your Did your parents ever coach you? Your mom coached volleyball.
1: Mm-hmm. My mom coached me, and if she couldn't, my dad would step in, and that was hysterical. But no, mom, <laughs> just mom. <laughs> it's probably a blessing. Yeah.
0: And then, did you guys always get along when she coached you? Yeah. Yeah.
1: I was was very fortunate. Like, you know, you have your random, like, what the heck, I don't know. Disagreements. Yeah, but nothing ever that was, no, she was genuinely the same. She knew, like, a limited amount of volleyball, truly. I don't know, but the rest was just relationships. Like, I can't even tell you. Like, I don't, she became, she's one of the best coaches in the country. Like, I can't, in high school. Like she's. She's been coach, national coach of the year twice. Like, I can't even. That's crazy, isn't it? It's, that's wild. It's amazing. And you it's said, you said
2: her, her knowledge on volleyball is limited. It's limited. It's all about relationships. So
1: limited. When I got to college, I was like, oh, I'm supposed to do this. Oh, and this. Oh, thank you. Like, I just, it was right. crazy. So I, <laughs> I love her. But, yeah, it was just about, she just told stories and um, taught lessons. And it wasn't about volleyball at all.
0: Yeah, that's like Springfield College, where I went to college. Their men's team like always goes to D3 National Championship. Yep. And the coach had never played volleyball. Yeah. yeah. Just a good relationship person. And, and it's crazy,
1: isn't it? Yeah.
0: But, and being willing to learn, too, I'm sure. Yep. Yeah.
1: That's the, also the next part. Like M- Kelly Sheffield, who just won a national championship, he, didn't, he ran track. Right. So he didn't even – so same thing. It's crazy. And I'm not saying that people shouldn't have that sport. But, yeah, relationships are everything. And willing to learn. You're right.
0: Yes. Right. And then what did your dad coach?
1: He coached football. And probably everything else because he was a bit older. So back then you just coached every sport. Right. My mom did everything, too. So, Um, yeah, he – football. Big football guy. Yeah. When I was little, I'd run around. I was, like, a ball kid but a girl.
2: (laughs) Did did you ever – Try to play quarterback.
1: I wish. <laughs> I genuinely, if I would go back, I might have tried. Yeah. Well, I mean, why not? You know. Yeah, he would have loved that. I'm sure he would. Have. I'm <laughs> sure he would have.
0: But they were both big, like just inspirations or role models for you. Then. Absolutely.
1: He was probably the more like, she was very good at relationships, but my dad was probably a little bit more of that.
2: Right. So
1: he like dug into you. He would like talk to everyone that he saw. So, that was made made you feel good if you're having a bad day. Like, he knew those tendencies. So that I got from him a lot. And I appreciate that,
0: for sure. Yeah, just like being around it growing up.
2: It definitely makes a difference when you have, like, neither one of my parents really coached. Actually, no, I can't say really coached. No, they neither neither one of them coached. But, like, it was always something, like, I wanted to be a coach in some way, shape, or form. Yeah. Um, Like, originally I went to school and I went for phys ed because I was like, oh, I'll go be a phys ed teacher and I'll be yeah. a coach. And then I was like, no, I don't want to teach phys ed. Um, so then I got into all of this, and essentially I am kind of teaching phys ed, but I get the coaching aspect a lot more. Absolutely. And again, it's just it's one of those things like you get to affect younger kids' lives in a in such a positive way with the relationships you build with them, and I feel like that's kind of like the motto of this right now is yeah, for sure building the relationships, and like that even goes back to. When I was a kid, like the fact that I'm working at this gym, like it's because of the relationship Mike and I have had throughout the years, even in times where we were apart from each other. Right. Like we always maintain some sort of contact in some way, shape, or form. But and again, the relationships is what makes everything kind of come together. Yeah, um, you could be the, you could know the most about volleyball, weight training, football, but if you don't know how to talk to people or relate to them, you're never going to be successful. I agree. Um and like you said, you don't even have to have knowledge. You don't even have to have played the sport and you can be successful at coaching it. So it's it's pretty wild the things that you can do when you build those right relationships with people. So Yeah.
0: I yeah, definitely. totally agree. Yeah, like middle school, high school and then and then through college. Um so right now with the college season, what are most of your responsibilities? Like is it it's a full time thing with recruiting?
1: Um so since we're out of season yeah. you're saying? Yeah, it's a lot. You have you wear a lot of hats. There's a lot of... It's honestly, coaching in college, if you are out of season, it's a desk job. Right. Like you're you're working on next year's season. You're doing a lot of recruiting. You're um, working on all the back stuff that you don't think of. So you have to make sure the grades are good. You meet with them. You work on equipment. You work on uh, budgeting. And um, there's a whole bunch of things right. that go into it. So yeah it's full time it's um it's a lot of phone calls it's it's way more just talking to recruits and current players and
2: this makes me glad i didn't go into coaching
1: it's a lot yeah no
2: i'm with you I couldn't, it's a lot I couldn't, it's just like i don't like sitting down yeah no One hundred the time. 100%. this is hard right now
1: i have to stand in <laughs> yeah. the office when i'm working or talk or move i go walk and then I come back in. So I'm, yeah, I get it. I'm a
2: pacer on my phone. I, if mm-hmm. I get a phone call. I'm instantly walking. Like yeah. doesn't matter what anybody I'm walking. Like doesn't yeah, matter Mike, where I am.
1: Like <laughs> the other assistant, Adam, he when as soon as the same. Yeah. He gets a phone call or he has, he knows he's talking to somebody at one. All right. I,
2: I could be literally typing something and get a phone call. I'll get up and walk. Like, Absolutely. It's just out of habit. Like, I don't know why it nope. makes me comfortable when I'm on the phone.
1: I understand. <laughs> same.
2: What has to happen around here for volleyball
0: to like keep, growing like you say it's behind
1: it is behind i would say um honestly the youth it has to start young like i know like it doesn't i there's a bunch of youth programs for football right and i think baseball is huge mm-hmm. so that has to happen it Has to start when they're young right. so even if it's just clinics um twice a week or once a week just to get them in there to learn it because when I first started at Chatham, I had to beg eighth graders to come play mm-hmm. and it was fine, but they didn't, no one know n- at that point in time because I knew before they were okay at volleyball, right. but it had been a little bit of a time, so they needed people. So yeah, just the youth needs to grow. We need to have that.
0: Yeah. It's like those youth, yeah. They're they're with all the other sports. Like around here, I feel like club is growing, though. Oh yes. yeah, it's growing. Like you start to see like, more of it. It
1: actually should grow pretty quickly
2: now. It's just opportunities. Yeah,
1: men's like. volleyball actually is growing. Yeah. It's pretty good.
2: This area is pretty good in
0: men's volleyball. Yeah.
2: We we, get, we got quite a couple men's volleyball players, guys volleyball players in
0: here. We did that charity tournament with novice, Oh, that was fun. That was intense. We didn't play. Oh, we we, we just, didn't play, but we, we also we also didn't fuck around when we put our team together. That's why. No. <laughs> like no. We we had like. Uh, like LVC coaches play? Yeah. Oh, yeah. It's they a look. big,
1: that's, and they're doing really well for the men's. He's, and the LVC is trying to grow the women's too. Yeah. I think it will get even bigger sooner.
0: Because around here, the biggest about well, like LVC, Lakeside. Mm-hmm. Yep. Are like the biggest too.
1: Yeah. I would say those are the biggest too. There's so, a whole, bu- so that's an, also an issue. There's a whole bunch of small ones. So in other areas where it's growing, there's a big one.
0: Which what makes it harder to travel and play?
1: It's just it's harder for teams to get really good because like that kid that's really good is playing on that team. And it's just small. It's there. So right. it's hard because a lot of places have like one predominant place that has 10 courts and a facility. You're like, yeah, I'm going to play here. And then right. they go all they go everywhere and it's expensive. So that's also hard for uh, uh, I would say upstate or the northeast to understand that club ball is pretty expensive.
2: But when it comes down to it if you compare club anything like volleyball right. to to baseball let's say it's baseball you gotta buy a glove you gotta have a bat you right. gotta have cleats you got like the equipment the outside same. of yeah volleyball right. like volleyball you need sneakers you just, and knee pads yep like you're right and your body like and some shorts like <laughs> you know you don't need to like
1: no have all true. this
2: and I, like that's the thing with like you know that's sport like soccer compared to you know hockey or yeah. Other sports, lacrosse, like they're so much more expensive on the equipment side of things. You're right. That, like, if you want to play another sport or you want to do a club sport, it's possible, but you're paying for a bunch of equipment and stuff too. So, you know, yes, it's expensive for volleyball, but in the grand scheme, when you take out other expenses, it's not as expensive as some other clubs, which should hopefully create more opportunity. That's true. That's that's how I look at it a lot of times. It's like, how much am I spending on the extra stuff? Yeah. Yeah, I want, want my kid to play, but okay, I got to buy a lacrosse stick, a helmet. Right. I got to buy a new lacrosse stick every year. Yeah. Like, Or I got to buy a new pair of sneakers every year. Like.
1: Yeah. That's And then, and then you have everything else on top of it.
2: Yeah. Right. So, but it's also the visibility, right? So
0: you say, you go to Nebraska and it's like, they're celebrities. It's on all the TVs that, yep. that you go into when your places.
1: It's crazy. Yeah. And it's, and it's big and it's bigger. It's like big in the South, California, obviously the West coast is huge. So yeah, it's, Definitely visibility. Yeah. So,
2: visibility makes a big difference when it comes to any sport. I mean, that's just when you think of the professional sports. Right. You know, if, you know, there's a professional lacrosse league now, you get, if that gets more visibility, like, then that should pick up more, which whether or not it will, who knows. But hopefully they can start coming up with more professional leagues for other sports that can then, I would say that's huge. Because I think that's also a big thing is like, I agree. You don't see, You know, even if you have the colleges on on TV, you don't see professionals. Right. right? No, it just started. Unless it's the Olympics.
1: Yeah. No, I totally agree. And they just won. That was pretty awesome.
2: Wait, what just
0: started? Like a professional league? Mm Mm-hmm.
1: That started last in COVID. Um, Women's? Yep. And it was a really small group. There's like probably, I want to say, eight teams at the most. And they just played each other. And then they'd switch teams.
0: That's what lacrosse does, right? Yeah. Yeah.
1: So, sorry. So they're doing it again. They just, they're going to start now. And And that will make a big difference. You're right. It's all about that pro is... And status unfortunately, is
2: like, it's going to have to be people that are willing to sacrifice a little bit. Yeah. Because you're not going to get paid millions of dollars or even nope. thousands of dollars. You're going to get paid nothing. No, they're nothing.
1: just, these women that are doing it are just trying to make it. So it's a thing here. Yeah. Because if you go in Europe, you do get paid that much money. Right. And it's huge over there. You can start in high school if you want. You can start out of it if you're that good. And that's the other thing we have when we're recruiting from from Europe or anywhere that they already, they can go make money and play volleyball.
2: So how so it's come, like
1: baseball or basketball here.
2: How come like you're, because like, obviously you think of soccer, everybody thinks of Europe. Yeah. How come volley, why do you think volleyball maybe hasn't had that same effect in Europe as like soccer has to translate over here? That's could, true. Like.
1: It is really big in different countries, but not as big as soccer. Well, soccer's huge. Soccer's, soccer's is the biggest massive. sport. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You're not,
2: you're not going to compete but with it. I'm, yeah. I'm just like, Thinking in my head, I'm like, okay, soccer obviously has been around forever, yeah, and is the biggest sport in the world. But how can European volleyball and volleyball overseas be more popular? So then, then kids can see that that is an option, right? You know, like that—that's one thing. I'm just in my head. I'm thinking, if you can make that much money playing volleyball overseas, how can that become something that becomes like visible in the United States? Right. You know, it's just something popping in my head. You that would what? be
0: awesome. Yeah. It's like TV
2: money. Yep. What it probably comes down. I mean, a to. A lot of it exactly. comes down. To that. Yeah.
0: it's that's where everybody. That's where, where all the sports get their big get their big money from. It's from television money. That's where it all comes from. Um, so, how much do you feel like playing your other sports helped you though, like progress into your career?
1: Uh, I would say. I mean, a lot. I mean, I had friends that played all three sports too, so that was huge. Right. But I. Um, I mean, I played basketball, so that's um, you're quicker. And you're quicker on like not faster as in you can run faster than every you you make quick movements because right. you have to in basketball, so that helped. Blocking is huge. Um, mm-hmm. They translate really well. Um, but like even softball, like how you run turn your hips, like that's huge in volleyball. That's what we do. So right. they all court like somehow all sports correlate. I really believe that. So. It just you see things differently. I tell you, like as a basketball, my peripheral vision—I had you have to have that, right? Right. So in volleyball, I had that, and a lot of kids don't have that because it's just this side of the court. Now I see both, both sides. sides. Not and now listen—that took a long time, but I see both sides. So it's they. I there's something about it. I really hope that it comes back, but um, it made a difference for me for sure.
0: Yeah, I hope I hope, it com- I hope it comes back too. I don't know. It's tough. It's just like the culture and, and how it is from the top down just like pressures to make a certain team and that you have to do yep.
2: this club all year round to be able to be able to get there but do all the clinics and everything else to yeah it's adult, unfortunate at 11 years old
1: yeah because if you don't you feel like you're behind yeah right because you oh all my friends did that are doing that club now so I should go do it or I'm going to be behind the next year I'll be back that's it's how do you stop Part that? Part of me
2: wonders too. Are you? Do they feel like they're behind because on a skill set, or do they feel like they're behind because they're not in? They're not in front of those coaches. Like right. they're not. All the coaches aren't seeing them, and I'd whatnot. Say both. Or yeah, probably, obviously the parents don't feel like the coaches are seeing them. I think
0: it's a skill set, and it's like a FOMO thing. Like this, mm-hmm. where all my friends yeah. are at swear, yeah. that's where. No, it's true. I 100%. need to be.
1: 100. percent
2: You don't feel like you're getting the exposure, especially as you get into high school years. Like exposure is a big thing. I feel like a lot of kids like they want to feel like they're being seen by these big schools so they do all these showcases yeah you know even when their back has been bothering them for a month and a half and we've been trying to work around it they're like oh, I'm going to go throw at the showcase I'm like why like right. just to get just to get in front of coaches which is great but if you feel like crap going into it's it tough. you're not going to perform well and then right. you're going to feel worse after coming out of it so it's tough it is
0: yeah I would not want to be a be a kid right now that's for sure no
2: it's different Mm
0: -hmm, it's
1: totally different we literally had basketball practice we all got in a car i went to club practice twice a week now club is four times a week three hours long and every other weekend right it's kind of hard to do all three and that's on the club it's money Mm -hmm. it all sends down to money that people are trying to make the most money they can and i understand that you're running a business but right it does a disservice
0: yeah, you do gotta put the kids' health and caring about them ab- above that. And like money money will come. Yep. Money will come if you do those things. Yeah, I agree. But yeah, it's tough. You just want it like all all right now. So is your coaching at Albany a full time job? Yes. Yeah. Yep.
1: It is. There's three of us on staff. And yeah. Full time.
0: And that did you coach there and then move back down south and then move mm-hmm. back up here?
1: I did. No, yeah. Well, I feel like i did it a few times but <laughs> <laughs> yeah i i left right out of college went down south for the year and then the head coach that was there asked me to come be an assistant so i did Coached for two seasons and then went back down and then came up
2: did you coach high school in between which time
1: i don't think i ever stopped coaching i went no down
2: high to school i mean and then when you went and won this was that in the state title was that when you went down there after you graduated or yes. after, okay.
1: I went down. So after I stopped coaching, I wanted to get out of it because of time. It was okay. The work life was a lot. It was, uh, I worked till eight o'clock at night and then on the weekends, I think I had three days off the whole year. Shit. So it was a lot. So I was like, I can't do this. So I actually went and coached D two as a head coach in South Carolina. Okay. And then I just, I, I was burnt out. So mm-hmm. I was like, I can't do this. So I still would coach high school, but college was just too much. And then I missed it. So, and now it's not like that. <laughs> there
0: you go. Now it's real to get burnt out as a coach too. It's like long hours. Yeah. You give so much like emotionally.
1: Oh, yep.
0: Right. That's, a, right? that's a totally different topic. <laughs> He's like, I could spend two hours just talking about it. No, that. it's real. Like I'll, get, I'll It
1: is a lot. I'll get
0: home at night and Sam knows my routine. It's like. It's probably five minutes. I'm not gonna say a fucking word. Yeah. It's like, let me go. Th- let me go through my steps. <laughs> let me clear my head. Let me take a breath. And oh, like, may- yeah. maybe I'm ready to talk after that. Especially
2: now that you only have a ten-minute ride home.
1: <laughs> oh, that's nice.
0: Yeah, it's way, way better than that hour ride right home. What was that? A car driving by, Jay? A fucking uh-huh. motorcycle. Oh, yeah. people- I'm like, what the fuck? Are the am people I hear? gonna he hear might- this motorcycle?
2: <laughs> no. Oh, okay. No, they're not. Okay, then, <laughs> then we're good. Then, sorry guys, it's just threw- You know why okay
0: we're good we're good okay.
1: no, emotional is a different level
0: yeah you, fe- you felt like that do you still feel like that
1: absolutely because you i think the every kid right now in college they're all going through they have way more stress than i ever did all of them right. truly and that's across the board so i know that i'm not a psychologist but i definitely wear that oh that- and then i have to send them to people if, if, they, if they need it but that's i was on an emotional roller coaster this year but so. that's
0: the right move, and that's caring. Like that's where I feel like old school coaches are gonna phase out in the next right. five to ten years because they don't completely. know how, they don't know how to do that. It's hard, and you need to be able to do that. Yep, you need to partly play therapist. Yep, you need to know when to refer out to a therapist. You have to you have to have empathy. Yes,
1: it's different. Relationships are different now. Even I mean, yeah, it's the uh, old school is is definitely dying.
0: You know what I mean though by when I say like old school yeah
1: it's it's not yeah for sure yeah, <laughs> yeah i mean we all we all
0: picture, I mean, we all picture it. coaches, so. yeah, yeah
2: it's
1: definitely i mean my dad is old school um yeah you can, I, in my opinion it's definitely dying out right We're you just, just can't you can't i have i think so there's some good qualities from it like I, don't get me wrong i think but so too i think in order to get athletes to love it and to go 100 percent that's out the door right. so you have to be totally different
2: the only old school coaches that are going to stay around are the ones that have been doing some of the new school and relationship yes. yeah. that adapt that they had willing to learn they, yeah. but they've also been doing it
1: right the without, whole time without realizing exactly. that
2: they were but yeah I, I agree you know like i just think off the top of my head when i think of like big name colleges i think of like nick saban
1: yeah
2: nick saban's always going to be successful because whenever i hear professional football players that played for nick saban they talk about their relationship with right
1: him. I agree.
2: And that's where it's like, yes, he has old school tendencies that, are, that he probably uses properly, but he's adapted as time has gone on. And those are the only type of, I feel like, old school coaches that are, one, willing to learn but then also have adapted over time as, yeah. as things have progressed and if they can't then you right. see them get fired or, or
1: There's a lot of coaches that have retired in or, the last exactly 2 or 3 years.
2: retire. Yeah. Co- mm-hmm. COVID <laughs> pushed that, but I think yep. kids changing
0: push yeah, pushes for that. Sure. They they Absolutely. can't handle or know how to adapt to this emotional toll that you're taking on. Like, I think my afternoon today, Paul, I coached for maybe 20 minutes.
2: You, you, you it, had a lot of uh, but, emotional things to do. Right, I talked
0: to. to a kid who just got an MRI back about a knee injury, high school girl. I was on the phone with a kid who just his UCL, on a phone with somebody's dad. Like, yeah. I was a psychologist for two hours yep. this afternoon, but that's part, that's part of the job. That's
1: definitely part of it now.
0: Do you feel like kids have a higher, like, emotional IQ now? than they used to? Just like a better understanding of their emotions and how they feel and what they're going through or no?
1: That's a tough question. I, know. I think that they understand that they have issues. Right. I don't know if they're getting the, I don't know if kids are learning the right cues to deal with them. What do you mean? As in, I don't think like, oh, I have this mental health issue. Okay. Like, that's why I can't do this instead rather of them a rather than yeah like I, I, I that's what we're lacking right now I, okay this is how we're going to deal with it and then then they come back to me the next time like i just had a conversation with someone and she's like i just i'm really sad i guess i could say and i was like but you sound so much better than what you did three weeks ago like right. we're not at ground zero anymore she's like oh i'm not at ground zero and that already lifted her like right. it's unfortunate that kids can't see that they're already getting better mm-hmm. they just like oh well, i have this you know, and I, it's, it stinks because they should be able to fight through something or learn how to get or deal with it right. and push past it or whatever's not for them. But I don't think that we as a society are giving them the tools they need to get past that.
2: So they're more aware of the fact that they're feeling something. Exactly. They just may not know what, one, what that feeling is right. or two, how to deal with it. Yeah. And yeah, giving them a toolbox of some sort to help them deal with those things and work their way through, and then also having that support system. Right. You know, being that support system as a coach, as a strength conditioning coach, whatever you are, you know, teacher. But it's an
0: art form, right, to blend, like, let me teach you how to set and see the court and play, but at the same time intertwine all of these Mm -hmm. psychology. (laughs) Yes, it is an art form. That's a great (laughs) way to put it. it
1: Just 10 years ago, even, just 10, we are like, no, I got to deal with this. Correct. That's I don't what we, even think about it. That's, like, what, we, that's what we were told yeah. growing oh, up. Oh, that's all Just, just go. Yeah, like, exactly. Right, like, wake line. up, n- new day. Yeah.
0: Like in high school, I thought I was super shy. Like you guys, I was like, I'm just fucking shy, and that's me. But I was an anxious mess. I yeah. just didn't know it. Exactly.
1: And social media has made it a uh, 100 times worse. Right. So,
2: yeah. It's made it worse, and then it's also helped kids become more aware. It's, yeah, a, it's like for a double edged. Sure. Now, it's, now
1: a, it's coming. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like now it's a I double edged,
2: right? Like you got, it helps you become more aware, but then it also helps for like puts you into those feelings yep. because you're seeing like we've talked about it when we were growing up you couldn't see Joe Smith on, in California that could exactly. throw ninety miles an hour. Correct. No, I could see the guy that I played against and that was it. Yep. Like
1: you're right. that was it. You know no, I
2: agree. Zach threw ninety three. That's who I was like, Oh yeah, he fucking throws gas. Like <laughs> okay. <laughs> that's, <laughs> like, awesome. that's that's what I, I viewed I as that. like the best. Like I was like, all right, here we go.
1: No, I agree. No, it's totally different. It's no. so
2: different. But I like that
0: we're talking about this because it's like this is what the future is. Mm-hmm. It's like people like us talking to sport coaches like you, talking to doctors and to trainers, you. but just like having an understanding of who this person is in front of us. They're not just your setter or the kid on your team. It's like right. you got to understand where they're coming from. Absolutely. And their mindset.
1: Absolutely. Yeah. It all plays in. It really does. And it's learning how to deal with those issues. And then when you're on the court or on the field or wherever, you you don't have to deal with them. Right.
2: You can have, you that, just tunnel vi- you have that tunnel yeah. vision.
1: Mm-hmm.
2: You're in your happy place.
1: Exactly. And that's what it should be.
2: And I feel like, I don't know, when I talk to some of the kids in here, I try to, or even adults too, mm-hmm. I try to tell them when you're working out here, this is all that matters. Mm-hmm. So hopefully then that can translate to other parts of their life or their sport when they're playing their sport that's all that matters like you're just playing your sport you're having fun you're with your friends go out there and like play Um, and I try to stress that to kids like when you're here let's just focus on what we're doing here like yeah you got you know seven assignments you got to do you got four practices to go to later and everything but let's focus on having fun while we're here get after it get stronger you know and have a good time and just focus on what's what's Right in front of us. Yeah, and that's I think great that too. Because
1: too. this right here, this working out and all that releases so many. I don't even know the right word because I don't know science, but um, demons. Sure, yeah. <laughs> <That's the laughs> but it just helps them the feel thing. better later too, you know, or the next day.
0: <laughs> oh yeah. Oh for sure. It's just as much. I was about gonna say endorphins, endorphins, and I
1: don't really yeah, like, know if that's mean, a word. Like dopamine. That's a word. That's yeah. A word. Okay. And yeah. <laughs> so it just this helps. I think this should be even bigger because it just helps. Um, I don't with everything.
0: Well, I think integrating is big. Like, how much do you integrate at Albany? Like, okay, you have strength training and athletic training and nutrition and psychology.
1: Right. I would say strength training is the biggest one. Like, right now, that's for six weeks before we started volleyball in the spring, they were just strength training and conditioning. Right. It's huge, especially because COVID, we didn't get to do that. We had a season last year, the year before it got cut short. Mm-hmm. So they haven't learned how to run or learn how to jump, and you see it. You, it's crazy.
0: Do you see so. injuries from it? Absolutely. Like more because you're past? not
1: learning because you're just you're being thrown to play volleyball or you're being thrown to play like I think about football at Albany. They had a ton of injuries last year. Right. So yeah, it's huge. It's huge. This yeah. should be a thing. Yeah, like, yeah. like this la- be all the time.
0: Like last year after the COVID year was the most like we see a lot of baseball players was the yeah. most Tommy John's that we've seen and like once again I the can only season. imagine how many hamstring issues did we see
2: last year too? Yeah, hamstring strains, like, ACL, yeah. it's yeah.
1: insane that yeah. how much this has missed. Maybe that's an eye opener for people. <laughs> like, hey, mm-hmm. we need to be doing this a lot more.
2: Mm-hmm. So, well, and it's building those quality movements. Like, yeah, yeah. I don't care if you can squat three hundred pounds. Right. How's it look? You exactly. Know? Like. Or, great, you can run really fast, but can we get your, like, can you cut left and right? Right. Like, can you do that without feeling like your knee's going to blow out of its socket? Yep. You know, like, th- those type of things are important and also comes from playing multiple sports.
1: Exactly. I think that's, I that was just, when you were saying that, I was thinking that. I was like, that's why other sports, well, that keep you healthy.
2: We've talked to parents that have had younger kids you know fifth or sixth graders maybe that they want to try to get in here and i've heard mike say it on the phone before maybe not word for word what i'm going to say but basically like yeah get them into a, like another sport or something like that haven't play their sport for another year um two three sports and then we'll get them in here for like in seventh eighth grade but that's yeah. the difference and i'll turn down that money for the next year exactly. or exactly mm-hmm.
0: and i'll get it back down the line yeah so i just did right by the kid and then some right you know? that's
2: for that's where people are lacking and that's all I comes agree. back to that relationships that we've been talking about is that like Mike's trying to, you know building that relationship from right there from yep. that moment right I there agree. that relationship started to build with the parent and then with the kid as well right and he's and that's where you know we've become successful in here in the sense that Absolutely. people know we're not gonna bullshit them essentially right
1: no it's everything
2: mm-hmm. I agree mm-hmm. I think that's super I think that's super important
0: where do you want to go with your coaching career? Like do you want to keep climbing the ranks, like become a head coach?
1: I think there's multiple avenues here. Like I could see myself doing that. Right. But that's hard. Yeah. Because family. So right. coaching is hard because I want to see Bo. I want to see my son play sports. And he's going to.
0: Like, how how old is
2: Bo now? He's
1: only three and a half. Like, he'll be four in the summer.
2: probably already throw like, 65. (laughs) (laughs) Harder than me, that's
1: for sure. um, But I want to see that. I don't want to miss a thing. My parents didn't miss anything. I don't want to miss a thing. And you can't do that. And And that stinks. And, honestly, they're trying to make it where... Women are being more successful in coaching, which is awesome. And they're making it so kids can go on trips mm-hmm. and you have more downtime. Like you have a computer in front of you. I can do a lot of the stuff at home. Mm-hmm. Right. So that part is getting better. So, yeah, I'd love to see that. Like I would love to be successful in that aspect because I think I could. Like, I have I, no doubt.
2: Like obviously during the season you anticipate it being right. like, a, like a grind. Exactly. And like tough to see family as much. And, but like when it's off season there's a lot of things like yeah. you even said, it's a lot of desk job work. Yeah, like, so,
1: and we have the ability today, especially, to do that at home. So, absolutely. And I think a lot of people are realizing that. So right. it's, it depends. But honestly, as long as in my future, if I can coach something where right. I know I'm seeing a difference, I'm good with that. Right. So, um, yeah, and that's become a big eye-opener for me too. Mm-hmm.
0: Where but were you, where were you coaching when you, when you had Bo? What level? High school. High school. Yeah. Was it harder to then transition to college? The second time with?
1: Um, No, um, because my Zach, my husband, um, and I, we, um, I sat down with him and I was like, hey, I want to do this, but you got to be on board with me. And he was. So that was huge. That's all I needed. Right. And um, that made a big
0: difference. Shout out, shout out to Zach. (laughs) But like, (laughs) but like that, yeah, like that's Sam's biggest fear with me as we keep growing this. It's like, just fucking crazy long days and yep. and late nights and yeah, it's tough. I guess you just, you just do it. Right? Well,
1: you have to remember that everything that we are telling kids, we have to instill in ourselves, mm-hmm. which is so hard, but it's so important. And we do that. I'm like, what are you doing? Like, go to sleep, get a good night's sleep. I didn't do that last night. Like yeah. you have to make time for yourself and that's what I'm learning and you can, right. you just have to make it important.
0: Right. right. So
1: that's in that. And I hope that that's growing everywhere, but right. You have to know that for yourself, too.
2: You just come to that realization in yourself, just as things go on. Like yes. yeah, we Absolutely. Make yourself more of a priority. Right. That, that's what it comes down to. Like, yes, you do have to, you, you know, you have family, you have your team. But you also have to make sure you're functioning at your highest capacity for those exactly. people. exactly, and if you aren't like what's what are you doing like right. there's something something's gotta change
0: do you feel like friends don't understand though like when I go out like say you have friends that like work in a very isolated <laughs> right like okay. in, a, in I know, a i know exactly where you're in going, a very right? like in a very isolated job, and you're like I just like I can't go out like i'm emotionally drained. Yeah.
1: well, yeah, I mean. <laughs> When I stink now, but I like, the only thing I want to do is go home, <laughs> yeah. but no, hundred percent. And to be completely honest, I don't think people realize how much division one, it, well, it, it doesn't matter, but division one women's athletics, you still have, you do a lot. Yeah. Like if I'm a men's team, they're gonna be like, Oh God, you don't have time, but I'm a, I'm coaching volleyball. And they're like, Oh, is that full time? Or, no, right. no, I asked but that. Like, I'm sorry, uh, yeah, no, no, yeah. no. I don't mean that in a bad way, but no one knows that. Like, you just right. don't expect it. Right. Whereas, yeah, it's full time.
2: Well, yeah. and it's even all like, the time.
1: That's here too, right? Yeah. I mean, it's all day, the, and then you mentally bring home stuff. So, because mm-hmm. you're like, oh, what about this kid? Mm-hmm. Did I do the right that, thing?
2: That's why I thoroughly enjoy my 25-minute ride home. Yeah. I can I, like decompress. Same. I, I get home, and then I'm like, all right. And sometimes I have work I got to do, so I'm like, I got to get this done. But a lot of times I can just. Chill, relax, make dinner if I feel like it. Um, hopefully there's leftovers so I don't have to actually cook. But yeah, yeah it's, it's, frozen pizzas are in my. It's oh, definitely. Facts. Yes. <laughs> yeah. How many times have I brought up the journal in here? Yeah. Like, oh. Countless times. That's it's been awesome. a while, It's been a while. I
0: haven't had the journal in a long time. Oh, for sure. But yeah, bringing stuff home is tough. That's why. That's how I like smashed Sam's like vase thing the other <laughs> week. I was trying to answer a text from a dad about his daughter, and I was carrying in, like a whole box of her stuff. And I understand. I dropped it and it all broke so it's tough sometimes brings the the way you told me the story
2: was was way more comical but it's still good
1: no I'm lucky Zach just listens so I'll take that but you need that you need it to be good at home Mm -hmm. or be supportive
2: well and especially like you were talking about emotional roller coaster yeah you know you're dealing with how many girls are on your team
1: this year we on this season we had 21
2: so you got 21 different girls way too many yeah what, yes. What's on a volleyball roster? How many you?
1: Averages sixteen to twenty probably. Oh, so you had, like, six people play. So we had twenty-one. You talk about emotional roller rollercoaster. With six playing. Exactly, and, and then ha- maybe three or four. So that's ten. Let's say ten to eleven play.
0: That coming off the bench. That's
1: ten more that are playing.
2: They're just standing there. Yeah. Essentially.
1: It's hard. So you have. They have to buy in. Mm-hmm. They need to know their role. Yeah. So it's.
2: We that's, talked about knowing, like...
1: You got to know your role. And if you're just on the other side of the net and you're the practice player, you're that person on the other team that we're scouting for, then that's a big deal. Mm-hmm. Right. So you need to know you're a big deal.
2: I mean, what we talked about just with our high school baseball team, like, the reason we were so good was because everybody on that team, no matter what, knew what their role was on the team.
0: Yeah. It's huge.
2: That created chemistry and created, like, the environment that it was fun. for that's everybody. Cool. It was fun for everybody, like, for the most part.
1: The, um, the Olympics this year for volleyball, they were, there's 21 and then they had to cut it to 12, but they would always comment. Like we were always 21, even though they weren't there. And even when they were 12, they were 12 strong. That's what they called themselves. Mm -hmm. So still they knew that if any, any impact they would have, if they would have gone on for just one play or one point, it would have made a difference. So it's, yeah, it's all about knowing your role and what you're, if you buy in, I think you got it made. You got all your kids to buy in. You're not going to lose. You're going to win.
2: You just gotta build the confidence in them that yep. they know exactly that their role is equally as important as the best player on the team. Right,
1: and you have to be cl- you have to be clear with them. Clear as kind is that clear as kind or kind as sure. or whatever. It's yeah. it's hard because you have to own that. You need they need to know where their spot is. Mm-hmm. But right. if they know that and then they still work hard, then it's different. Instead of not telling them anything,
0: right. you're gonna lose them. How many girls do you bring in every year on average? New recruits.
1: I guess it depends on the year, but like this year, we want to bring in six. and the following
2: year, is three. Okay. Tough. It's like a sm- it's a small number, right? Yeah. And that's dependent on.
1: And oh, but that depends. People like, can leave.
2: Like graduates, yeah. transfers, yep. all that. COVID, if they want to stay.
0: Yeah. Right. Or if they when don't is want to stay. when is
2: that? When is that trickle down of like the COVID years? When is that gonna end? It
1: ends. So my last the last COVID years are gonna be juniors juniors now yep so they have three years of eligibility left Jesus so in three years
0: right yeah it's a while it's tough if like your high, it's a tough 30 your high years old and
1: if you redshirted senior. let's say <laughs> if you got hurt or if you redshirted because you're mm-hmm. just you're waiting you're getting like we have a kid that came in this year that she tore ACL eight months before she got in so she just redshirted this year but if she would have came in in COVID she would have had six years you're talking about and that's in volleyball which you're on a different side of the net you're playing football. I don't know basketball. You have grown ass men yeah. playing. Right. Children. <laughs> yeah, and that comes with volleyball too. Don't get me wrong, but that's just that's crazy. Yeah. So, it's mm-hmm. a different world.
0: Yeah, dude, that's tough. So I know we talked before about the recruiting process, but let's say we like there's a high school sophomore, junior who's listening. Like, what are the best steps they can take to get in front of you, set themselves up to just like have a conversation and, and give themselves an opportunity?
1: Yeah, I would say. Um, they need to be clear on their expectations. It's different. Like I tell kids, tell me what you need. Like, what do you want to hear from me? Like, do you want me to tell you that you're R3 and that I have offers out? Because do you want to know what's going on? I I just think it's important for them to know what they want. So I really and try to tell kids, especially like from Chatham, like, hey, go in there and be like, hey, do you have room? Um, if not, that's okay. I just need to know, like right. be honest, like, yeah. demand what you want. Cause it's important. You don't need to be held. Like I just talked to someone on the phone who said she waited three weeks and didn't hear. Her, so she asked and they gave away the scholarship. Like, don't, right. don't wait. Uh, don't
0: wait. Ki- kids think, they don't even know, but like they're too passive. They just yeah, think, don't. Right? It's just hard think...
1: to be, but don't, it's, it's okay. Coaches are going to be honestly a kid was like, well, I just need to know where you stand because I need to tell a school in a week. I, I mean, okay, I, I'll tell you. I was
2: in here this last week kid got a text from the college coach reached out to him and he's like I don't know what to say and I was like all right let me help you out a little bit yeah you know helped him out with the text to send and then coach responded and I was like now ask him if he's got room for you on his team
1: yeah like, it's huge flat out
2: ask him I'm like because otherwise you're just going to be running around in circles yeah. and never find out and then he found out and it looks like things are going to go
1: awesome. well for
2: him so um but when in the grand scheme of things, if you don't ask, you'll never know.
1: Exactly. You'll and that's, that's know. a grown-up thing to do. Mm-hmm. Like, that's just mm-hmm. what I started learning now.
2: <laughs> right. So
1: yeah. I, I want to keep telling kids that cause that's huge. But what we look for, I mean, I want a kid. I don't want their, in the best way possible. I don't want their parents.
0: How much do you have parents try to get involved? All,
1: I had a mom call the office two days ago
0: how do you handle that because we'll, we'll, i mean
1: i'm really nice so i can't like, I'm like okay this is what she has to do i need a video i need this but i'm not promising anything right so i need to talk to her
0: <laughs> that's always tough for me we have an eval with if you're younger like seventh eighth grade okay i'll like have a conversation with oh, the oh absolutely but absolutely if you're a junior in high school nope, it's just you we got to grow up and the mom comes and sits at the table with me yep and i'll ask a question direct at the kid and they'll answer yeah like i'll just look right at the kid and like re-ask the question. <laughs> yeah,
1: no, I agree. We actually have um, a kid that we're really interested in. Her mom answered all the questions when we were on Zoom. She's from California. So um, it's okay because right. then we know when she gets here that I'm gonna have to be a helicopter person yep. for a little while. But
0: a lot of the times I feel like the kid is then like, the mom leaves and they're like, what the fuck, mom? Yeah, <laughs> that, yeah no, like, I agree. Right? No, you're right. So Like think, they're embarrassed that that's happening. Yep.
1: So I think it's big for the kids to step up. I also think, like, when I'm watching kids, their engagement with their teammates and how they act, if they're just like, oh, whatever, this is nothing, or, like, they don't care. Right. I have issues. It's a red flag. I might still pursue, but I already took a few steps back. Right. So that's a big red flag for me, for me personally. You're saying
0: how you act off the court. yeah,. Mm-hmm. Or
1: if you if you mess up, like, once and right. how you act, because... At the end of the day this is just a sport I know it's everything for everybody but it's just that's it's so small in the grand schemes of things so you have to know that and then and you have to know that you're not the only person out there so for me it's just how people act when they're messing up or or when things are hard I would say even more when they're harder if the game's on the line what they look like if they're giving it all and they mess up if they hit the ball on game point rather than tip that's big for me yeah because I know you're going after it if you if you hit it out you get blocked whatever but you're going after something. You give it all. I'm going after that kid. Yeah. So.
0: Yeah. That's true. Yeah. So we talked a bit about the transfer portal yep. before. And I mean, obviously, probably, you know, high schoolers don't know about this. But if you're in college. You've either been through it and experienced it. And they have it for every sport, right? Yep. It's just different. It is open. But, okay. So if you want to transfer school for any reason, you then have to enter this. Yes. And then what is it, a place where other coaches can go into
2: and and see?
1: Right, so the transfer portal used to have a lot of rules, and now it doesn't.
2: Right, you used to have to sit for a year, right?
1: Yeah, Because well, and what would happen is coaches could not release you.
2: Oh, I do remember that, because I remember I remember seeing that with football a lot. Really But what, that's, a, that's a subjective Excuse thing? Me? Yeah, like,
1: you could be like, no, you're not getting released. Like, you know
2: what, fuck Paul, I'm not letting him exactly. go, out of spite.
1: So that's why now there's no rules. When There's did no, right, there's five years, like not even okay I would say COVID also put yeah I feel like it.
2: COVID put a lot of rules yeah. like they put a lot of rules in for COVID and I don't that, think they'll
1: come back so is this good. is a whole new ball game for every sport so like recruiting if like like I don't I could maybe not recruit so this stinks for younger kids because I could be like okay I'm not going to recruit a senior I'm going to go get a transfer I'm going to hold that spot and get a junior that's a going to transfer in as a really good kid yeah. like a really good player so it stinks for that aspect but there's so many unanswered questions. Like nobody knows about it. So you literally just go on the portal. You put your name on, and you can put if you want to get notified, which most kids do. They put their email or their phone number, and we can reach out right then. And you're gonna get hit up a ton in the first week, but then it dies down.
0: Right. What are you like? What are you seeing when you log in? The kid creates like a profile.
1: Um. Literally, it's just a list. So like, I. It's like a list one through six hundred, and like twenty-five show up. And then I go to the next page, 25. So it's just where are you from, what year you are. Um, if you want scholarship money, mm-hmm. if you don't care, um, which most people put they want is they should. Right, you should yeah. advocate for yourself. Um, and then just to reach out.
0: But you you mentioned off air that you feel like you can help kids with this.
1: Absolutely. Somebody should. But, but how, <laughs> Nobody where, knows where, the avenue.
0: Where do kids go wrong or what don't they know they and what should they know?
1: Same thing of being passive. They don't know. Like I just talked to a kid who is from wake forest and she doesn't know, like she reached out to a school and they were really interested. She wanted to visit the next day after she went on the portal, like come out. She drove out. It was, it goes close enough. Okay. She drove out. They didn't talk to her for three weeks and somebody else committed like that they had previously offered.
0: So they took her spot Uh,
1: and yeah, and that's fine. Like that's just the name of the game, but they don't know the questions to ask.
2: Like, So almost having like a, like you have an advisor when you go to college, right? Exactly. Like having a transpo, trans, uh, can't speak. transfer portal advisor. Yeah.
1: Somebody that helps you. It's almost like an agent.
2: Right. right. Like, hey, yeah. let me, all
1: right, this is, you need to have video right away. You need to, have, and, and honestly, there's a, I can pull up any school in the country right now, Division one, and I think Division two, and I can look at their film. Like, that's what's made um, life as a coach a lot easier because right. you don't have to send it or break it down. It's already broken down for you, right. and I can pick up anybody. So that part is great. But I need to know, like, hey, I played against Syracuse on this day. Just that's the game you're going to look at. So they need to be specific as they can about how I can find them right. and watch their video because that's going to – it's that's it stinks, but it's a minute of my time that I'm going to – make sure that your, out that your um skill level is okay right. like that it's up to par i
2: don't know i feel like the ncaa's got enough money they could probably get somebody to hire somebody for like each just each region yeah like no for like, sure you know northeast you know you got the west coast you got the midwest like right. break it up by region and then if you have to break it up by sport but in the grand scheme if that's that person's full-time job yeah. like you're just going okay this this time this of year, I'm working need. on these athletes. This yep. time of year, it's these right. athletes. This time, and like it's all different. Like,
1: no, it's important because they really don't know what to do. They just put their name out there and they're waiting to get contacted, rather than be like, "Hey, I live around this area. I want to be close to home, or I have something in mind because you've already been in college. Right. Like, this is who I'm going to reach out to, and this is what I want to tell you. All right, I want to make a decision in a month. Like, tell me what you're doing. So, okay. lay out the steps
0: though. So, say some girl came to you. She's in the yep. transfer portal. She wants to go to Albany or or somewhere else. Yep. But she just doesn't know what to do. do
1: uh i just had this conversation so i told her she needed to have film uh you reach out you say you want money you say where you're going to school for because that's huge
0: like right, this Cause... is business this is where high school does us no fucking good this is true right <laughs> but go ahead okay you need film you're gonna you ask film. for
1: money you need to know what you're going to school for because by now you're already in right unless you're a freshman and you have no idea but right. usually by then you have an idea right. so you know what you're going to school for um it's hard now because of covid so if you want to go to grad school if they have that program too it's right. a different story though but uh just reaching out and having your you need to have standards for yourself that would be the biggest thing okay like i would love to go here but i need this amount of money or i need a scholarship for this many years either it's a whole time or if it's one right like you you can you know that as a you know as your family what you're going through so um and again advocate so hey i want a scholarship
0: yeah Th- this School is where everything you, this so. is where you're playing a game though like if you're a kid from a more like well-off household like your parents probably have negotiated salaries for jobs you know what to do but what if you're not like now you're disadvantaged in this right correct
1: it stinks but a lot of as soon as you go on the transfer portal a lot of schools have money right
0: they do but you got to vouch for yourself
1: correct it's all about just advocating like in anything as you're an adult like oh i want to do this oh i want to have five more five thousand dollars more or i want to make sure i have leave or paid holidays like whatever you you know know,
2: the word that stuck out to me that you said and i think this has this should also trickle down to when a high school kid is choosing their college standards yep like have a standard for what you look for in every aspect not just the status right? right you know as a high school kid or as a college kid like you're gonna know a little bit more about yourself, at, like as an growing into an adult. Correct. So have standards for yourself that you want certain things out of the school that you're going to. Um, and the other thing mm-hmm. that I, that for me, I feel like again that double-edged sword that we've talked about with other things. The transfer report is a good and tough thing to it's go tough. through. It's tough. You just don't know. It does. With the new rules, it gives kids the opportunity that maybe made that wrong decision. Exactly. To To go go somewhere they love. go somewhere that they want to go.
1: Yeah, no, I totally agree. You have to know, you have to accept where you're at, though. So in saying that, like, the girl I just got off the phone with a few days ago, she wants to play. She wants to be a player. So, uh, and she's in the Power Five. I hear it. So most Power Five places already have their key players. I right. already know who's coming in, so you have to make that decision. If you're good with, um, if you are good with going to a smaller or a lower level and being a star and having fun, then you got it made. Right. So that's something you have to also come into consideration of yourself. All right, I really want to have that known that name school. I want to go to a Duke. I want to go to, um, I don't know, Stanford. But I might not ever play.
2: You better be smart as fuck if you're going to Stanford. Yeah, you're right. right. <laughs> and you, right. Can't <laughs> so yeah. you can't transfer there. So don't. You can't
1: transfer there. So, yeah, it's just you have to know that. And I told her that. I was like, hey, uh, if you want to go play, you want to be a stud, six rotation, play all the way around, you're going to have to come down a little. Like, you're going to have to come down just a little. And that's okay. And right. shit, I'm good with that. I'm like, okay, let's do this. So well, just that's, knowing
2: that. Again, like, as a college kid, that's maybe gone through 2 years of college you might know that more than exactly a high school kid that wants to again they want to post that graphic yep. they want to show everybody they signed that letter like every all that kind of stuff absolutely and that's where in here you know i i've told this to kids multiple times like i want to provide a shortcut for you like in any way right whether it's weightlifting life school like some sort of shortcut to help you not make a mistake that that either i made or somebody else I know made, or anything like that, to where you can, you know, cut that part out and get to the get closer to your goal.
1: Yeah, it's uh, it's like just educating yourself, right? Like you got to go see other kids that are playing at that level, right? And the kids don't, especially in small town. Like I'm from a small town. I live in a small town now. Like you don't get outside of that small town. You don't actually see no. the that. Oh, I'm good here, but um, there's like a team across the country that everyone on that team is the same level as me. Yeah. So. You have to educate yourself and get out there. And there's a lot of coaches that do that. They bring them places and they're like, this is what this looks like.
0: I think that's why playing club can be advantageous. Yes, Because they're sure. getting exposed to like this just different level of play. Absolutely. Different areas, in you know, a in a bigger pool. It's like we talked about before, like moving to a bigger city mm-hmm. and then working. It's like kind of this like immediate level up in life. Right. Like you got to pick up your speed or you're going to fall right. back.
1: Yeah, it's tough. It's really, t- and that's everything in life, right?
0: Like, yeah, yeah, that's true. Yeah, it so, say you have like a transfer portal advisor, right? And you help somebody, and that, yeah. and that's a job. Brooke's future job. But can can that get can that get can that? <laughs> I'm advocating right now. Thank you. <laughs> could that get skewed if now all of a sudden you have these positions and now you have schools who like? nudge people to send people certain directions or yeah it's
1: all part of the business right yeah right if it's you're gonna like, have that that's everywhere right now anyways right um but yeah again it's making relationships yeah well, that's right like for think. me i know genuine people right yeah. or i know people that aren't genuine i don't know that are just you know trying to either just be the either win quick and get out of there or right. like or just for them and, and based on the kid, too, you know, who's best for what fit. So, yeah, you're going to, I think it needs to be someone unique that's right. going to not, ha- doesn't have bias or. Right. Yeah. Or you get sucked into bias.
2: That is right. tough. Yeah. Well, and that's tough. where why I said it, I think it needs to be more regional. It Absolutely. Can't be, it can't be something where you hire somebody, like each school has somebody. I think it needs to be like, okay, you have one person that takes oh, care yeah, of all no, the, ath- yeah. all the right. athletes in the It's Northeast. like a
1: recruiter right now. Like, right. they have recruiters all over the country for every sport
0: in right. high school. But I love talking about this because, like, is this, The future, like people who give a shit about kids and can grow it. Like this is a weird coincidence, but like this shirt I have on, like protect the plate. So Joe Claire is a softball coach out in Boston, and she has like a program now um, where like some of our female athletes work with her and do it. But it's basically like an onboarding, learning how to talk to coaches, apply to colleges, filter through what's best for you, how to create a Twitter profile that's professional. And like she does a really good, non-biased, caring about the kids job well, like cool. money is not being the motives like she would be an awesome person to like talk to and and link up with she does a, a fantastic job that's awesome so yeah yeah it's we cool. need more of that i have to get her to the 518 so she can hop on the podcast I right. know, i've texted with her she would be fantastic be yeah really good. joe if you're listening <laughs> <Hop> on. <laughs> you get hop, on it <laughs> hop on hop on please yeah yeah but you, you two will hit it off you'll have to you'll have to look her up um well, that's no, big how much has i get it wrong? Is it NIL or NLI, what's the money thing? NIL name. is that money name. thing, right?
2: Where you can get. Because NLI is National Letter of Intent. NIL, NIL is, is the whatever name. the fuck it's called. I'm dyslexic name. too. I can't even <laughs> <laughs> tell you this right now. Name
1: something I would like say this. That, that. Yes, correct.
0: Yeah. Name That's image like, yes, like name, this. Name image it's like huge. this. There we go. I know, I'm like, I'm like, two, so two of these just deep.
1: talking about Nebraska. Yeah. They make, it's ridiculous how
0: much money they can make. Like the volleyball players. Are yes. That's awesome, though. Yeah, it's like, huge. You're it's like, so cool. I wish cool. I had that, probably. Yeah,
1: it's huge. It's awesome. How much have Correct. you
0: encountered that now with your girls?
1: Ah, uh, we probably have one that, if she actually put the time into it, would make some good, decent money.
0: How would you How would you go about it though? Like, companies come to the kid yep. and say,
1: "It's like, well, think about it. I mean, it's just today. Like, if you're a YouTuber or if you're a ins- whatever big right. person, like, yeah, it's, getting
0: your." Name out there more exactly it's and why- you
1: make money
0: yeah you should though it's a while to think I agree. That, that kids were never paid i mean i'm very much on the side of like 100 pay the person i'm good with it I absolutely a,
2: i did a whole it is a, project in college on paying college athletes and why they should be paid yep. because i w- have always been an advocate for it i'm like this college is making millions of dollars yeah think yep. about these power fives how much money football's making off the yeah, kids yeah and so and that's
1: th- another thing i don't like is college with like a college i can't do this now that i'm thinking but um you make money off of attendance right so um college athletes come into different schools and they can make 300 a month just because of the cost of attendance yeah Where like somewhere like me now we're getting a disservice because we can't do that right so it's so tough but we have to fundraise for it so now that's something that we have to really focus on really fundraise for and we give money but you're talking about
2: so about alabama like based off of like like attendance of like how many people show up to the game. Mm-hmm. You're saying what kids get paid? Kids get off paid that? off of that.
1: Athletes that are on scholarship already get paid. So there's, some, so there's some. There's literally, literally I can Is tell that you like.
2: like type power thing?
1: five. Some schools will make let's say 3,500 a semester. All right, and then some make 8,000 a semester, and then other schools maybe make 16,000 a semester. Right. So on top of you're getting free school, you're also making anywhere between five to I don't know 30 grand but just in your pocket.
0: But that's great, though. I mean, they're the ones by this. No, is why
1: I totally this agree because they're making the money. Like, they're the kids that are making the money. That's the only reason money's coming right. in.
0: Right,
2: But that's also it's just a... tough
1: because it's tough to uh, recruit kids, right. and they're like, "Oh, what's your cost of attendance?" I'm like,
0: <laughs> that's a question that's asked. Now. So that's oh yeah, big time. Because, of the, because of, of the money situation. Yes. Yeah. And
1: we're like, okay, we this is, but now that's something that has to come into play. Right. So now right. we're not just fundraising for, let's say, we're taking a trip across country to play Stanford or to play mm-hmm. Texas or wherever now we're fundraising for cost of attendance
0: right but this is business like this is why i said before like high school does you no. i guess it does you some good but like for sure taking out loans understanding business understanding negotiating like negotiating now all all this stuff matters huge coming out of high school and now you're going into college but this probably it gets read at like the reggie bush situations maybe
2: where like now all this oh, is like a table. Oh, yeah, you're gonna get rid of a lot of the booster situations, right. like the well, the Ned Shapiro or whatever his name home. is. Yeah, right. And I
1: would have done the same thing. What? Paid for my mom's home.
2: Oh yeah. Yeah. Right. Somebody <laughs> offers you that, right? <laughs> yeah, That's sure. There's no question. There wouldn't have been a, <laughs> a, a second thought in my brain and and whatnot. But in the grand scheme, it's you won't have those situations where you have the Reggie Bush who gets his Heisman Trophy taken away because you have the money. Because right. Like, and I'm pretty sure they're reinstating his Heisman as they should because he's.
1: 18 to a twi- like come on, and
2: he was. We're better than he that. was the Heisman Trophy. Winner. Exactly. Like, <laughs> right. Reggie Bush is one of the few people. Like when I remember watching college football, I was like, wow. Yep. So, give the man his trophy. I agree with you. So, but it's it, you won't have those situations as much. Uh, you, uh, you might a little bit. I think almost more now in the smaller schools. Be- yeah. That because they That's are tough. trying to compete with exactly. the bigger schools. So. Yeah, that
1: could come up. I, I can see that.
2: I could see it if. It was gonna come up anywhere like more in the smaller schools now because they mm-hmm. have to try to compete with those bigger schools and the NIL, but you also see Jackson State with Deion Sanders. Yep. Getting all these top recruits. They got the number one recruit in the nation for football. Or yep. number two, one of the one or two for football. And it's an HBCU. It's not a That's division one cool. A. Like and it's because now they can make money off their name, they can make money off their likeness and yeah, they can different. go to a school where they feel like they fit. Yep, and I think that w- that's a big thing too. That'll yeah. be a
1: game changer. You
2: know, it's gonna allow kids to go to schools where they feel more like it's a fit for them than going there because it's Alabama or right, you know, Clemson or right. whatever. Would that have changed where you went if there were you knew there was some money on the table?
0: No, no, no. What drew you to Albany? Because you they were top. Himself.
1: They were top one. Kelly, he's very good. Um, he makes you feel special the second you talk to him. So that's what if I've learned anything from him, that was part of it. Where's he now? wisconsin mm.
0: Just
1: one i watched that it was pretty cool um but yeah uh no they were top they were 47th or they were top 50 in the country like yeah. they were really good so that was it was a no-brainer for me yeah. i was kind of an underdog anyways like i wanted to go somewhere and then do good like i wanted to go somewhere that maybe didn't any no one knew about either because honestly if you're in the south nobody knows about albany right um so i wanted that that was part of me
2: one one it's that that underdog story mm-hmm. you want to you want to come out and show out and, absolutely you know clearly with your resume you definitely did that so well, I, appreciate and I think that. uh you uh fulfilled that that part of it I at tried. least so yeah i think definitely and just be
0: able to like pass that on to younger girls like absolutely whether it's, from, whether it's
1: there you go yeah i think people are afraid to tell their past which is unfortunate i think we need to do more of that and what we went through and how we get through it. Because people just don't, we don't say anything, right? Mm-hmm. It, through the hard times, we don't talk about that. So I think I love talking about things that I've gone through or been through that was tough. Because mm-hmm. it's just something I can share and that will help pass things on.
2: Yeah, right. absolutely, and yeah. that's something I do in here, whether it's me having to move back home because of COVID. Yeah. Um, I was living in New York City and COVID hit and I was like, fuck, Yeah. what do I do? Um, mm-hmm switching my major two and a half years into college. Like, that's something that I stress to these kids here all the time is I'm like, dude, you're going in at 18 years old. If you don't know what you want to do, that's okay. And because so many think they need to know what they're going to do. And I'm like, I switched my major two and a half years into college. I have a friend that switches major twice in college in his first two years. I have another friend who his majors twice in college. And like, how many jobs have you had? Like oh. how
1: many jobs are we talking about since then?
0: Talk like, about that. Come on. Yeah. It doesn't matter. Yeah, yeah. You just told your coaching story. Yeah. It's like, like you here going south, up here.
1: Yeah, it doesn't matter. You're gonna have I mean unless you're gonna be a doctor, right? Unless you change that. Or right. I just feel like you're gonna go it's about who you know and the relationships you make. Mm-hmm and how mm-hmm. that can impact you. Someone that like Kelly, like I didn't talk to him for a few years and then I wanted to get back into it. And he's like, I called him up and he's like, all right, let's do this. Okay. So it's all about those different things that can help you along the way.
2: Again, you know, Mike hit me up in October of last year. And it's since then, it, like, as soon as he told me that he wanted to like get me in here as a coach, it, it was almost like, I, yeah, like I'd never think twice about it. That's cool. And cause I knew I was going to be up here for the foreseeable future, so I was like, this is a no-brainer. Not, it, it didn't even cross my mind to say no. And then once I came up here and talked to Mike again, the relationship that we had, had built throughout 20 years, um, that's cool, made, made it just an easy transition. And even bringing in, uh, you know, Connor, that was a previous relationship Mike had made through somebody that worked out here, right? Through yeah, Connor was like a family
0: friend, like that we knew, and then, yeah, he and ended he up worked here, out here, worked right out then. here, and then ended up here, so, yeah, like, awesome. yeah, through coaching, like, I think that's kind of the, the big takeaway today, is just, like, relationships are important, like, if you're a coach, like, understanding the value in that, like, above technical skills, like, you yeah. seems to be good at that, but, like, if you're not good at relationships, like, you could teach technique all day, and people are less apt to listen, yep, um, yeah, and then Very just, right. like, being empathetic and vulnerable and, and keeping all those doors open.
1: Vulnerable.
0: Yeah. Mm-hmm. Because Vulnerable one. and empathy. Those yep. two words that you need to be vulnerable. You know. Yeah. Cause we're all going through shit and yep. so are the kids exactly. and so are us, you know, and it's <laughs> exactly. like when you put that wall up, it's like, you're not saying a wall's there, but you sense that a wall's there. Absolutely. And like, you're never gonna, gonna get, get where you need to be. So okay. no man, hope, hopefully more coaches can continue to be like that as, as we just go down through the years because it's definitely what's best for the kids and I agree and having just the right thing for them in mind so no Brook, I appreciate you coming on this thank was, you this was, this fun. was fun no th- thank you for doing it and yeah we was listening to make sure you follow U Albany women's volleyball and
2: get Absolutely. to games for sure and um yeah. when's, when's U Albany women's basketball play did they play tonight mm-hmm. today they are are they playing tonight
1: Louisville yeah they're playing right now
0: yes they would have played once you guys listened to this but Let's go, you opening. <laughs> yes, so. let's go, great. Here games. we go. Yeah, Albany. So no, thanks to thank everybody, you, no? and yes, I no, appreciate thank. It, thank, thank you, bro. All right, we'll see you guys next time. Thank you. Woo. Thank you, bro.